Blog Talk Radio. Gentlemen, and welcome to the Rifleman Radio Show on Appleseed Radio. The Rifleman Radio Show is a project of the Appleseed Program, which is the sole project of the Revolutionary War Veterans Association. The Revolutionary War Veterans Association is an organization dedicated to teaching the absolute best fundamentals of rifle marksmanship course in the United States today, while at the same time, helping you to understand what it means to be an American, what it means uh, to benefit from the sacrifices made by the men and women on April 19, 1775. Okay, I'm going to jump right into the upcoming events. And uh, if you wanted to know how to get to an Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship event, Here's what you do. You go to the homepage at uh, rwva.org. That's our homepage there. <clears throat> Across the top, uh, you'll see a number of tabs. And then go to the Appleseed tab, put your cursor on that. You'll get a drop-down menu. On that drop-down menu, you'll see Schedule, and that will take you to the page that I'm on now. And what we'd like you to do is if you decide to attend an Appleseed Life Marketingship event, <clears throat> that you go to the schedule. You pick out uh, the location and the date. It's very easy to uh, uh, to find the locations and dates. It's uh, alphabetical order by cities and then b- uh, by the dates, by the, the weekends that the shoots are on. Once you find a location and a date that you'd like to attend, uh, 
Don't think about going to the shoot. Go to the shoot. Get pre-registered for it. Make a decision. Make a commitment. Set yourself a goal of improving your rifle marksmanship and make a commitment to it. When you do that, once you've selected the location and the date, look to the right of those uh, of the city and the date. You'll see two hot links there. One that says information. The information tab is the one you'll use to give you the uh, any of the special information that's specific to that event. It'll give you the location, uh, the uh, starting times, who to contact, any uh, specific state laws, etc. for that location. Then right under that, you'll see another link that says register. Please take the time to pre-register for the event. That uh, helps both you and the program. It guarantees that you'll have a place on the line. And, uh, you know, Hawk has taken the time uh, to send me the the sold-out shoots uh, the last few weeks, and uh, and I've read the list of uh, uh, I read the uh, the schedule of shoots, and I've even said right in the middle of it, okay, get ready because here come the sold out shoots, and uh, and then I forgot to put them in there. So this time I'm I'm guaranteeing I'm going to do it, and I want you to think about that while I'm reading out the events because. <clears throat> Uh, back in the old days, I'm sure you could, uh, you could, before we had any pre-registration, you could just uh, kind of be guaranteed to, to walk on to an event somewhere and get a place on the line. That's not the case anymore. Uh, if you wait too long, you may show up there uh, at the event, and instead of getting a rifle and a shooting mat, uh, they may hand you uh, a, a five-gallon bucket and a stack of potatoes to start peeling. So you can have lunch ready for the shooters. You need to make sure that uh, you get a place on the line. And the way you do that is go to rwva.org, <clears throat> go to the, uh, the event and the date you wish to attend, and to the right of that will be the register hotlink. Click on that link and get registered for the event. That also lets us know how many people are going to be at an event so that we can have the, uh, the right amount of instructors for the event, the right amount of gear to ship to the event. We're not just doing uh, a couple here and there anymore. Uh, We're doing uh, as many as uh, 25 and 35 events on a weekend across the nation. That takes a lot of of pre-planning, a lot of plane tickets, hotels, uh, shoot boxes, etc. So if you will do the pre-registration thing, that will help you get a place on the line. It will help us make sure that we've got... uh, the right number of instructors, the right uh, amount of gear, etc., there for you. All right, if you're looking for an event uh, really quick, I got one for you. Matter of fact, I got about uh, ten of them for you. Those events are going to start this weekend, the weekend of August seventh and eighth, and it begins in Azusa, California, followed by Carrollton, Kentucky, Chickasha, Oklahoma, Dundee. Michigan, Miamisburg, Ohio, New Lisbon, Wisconsin, and North Little Rock, Arkansas, Osage, Wyoming, and Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania. Those are all the uh, weekends of 7th and 8th. 
The next weekend is August 14th and 15th, and that one starts off in Bennington, Vermont, followed by Columbiana, Alabama, Escondido, California, Eureka, Kansas, Gunnison, Colorado, and this is also listed as Lost Canyon, Hinkley, Minnesota, Hubertus, Wisconsin, Lima, Ohio, May Hill, New Mexico, Osage Beach, Missouri, Stark, Florida, Virginia Beach, Virginia, Waco, Georgia, Cloverdale, Indiana, Davila, Texas, August 21st and 22nd, Davila, Texas. We're going to be, uh, it's going to be a, a very good event because I'm going to be doing uh, uh, a lot of PCs and a lot of uh, Red Hat certification, which uh, it's about time for. Uh, that will be followed by the uh, August 21st and 22nd, Cloverdale, Indiana, Evansville, Indiana, Grand Island, Nebraska, Harvard, Massachusetts, <clears throat> Mannheim, Pennsylvania, Messina, New York, McLean, Illinois, Montrose, Iowa, North Fayetteville, North Carolina, Ottawa, Illinois, Rochester, Minnesota, Sacramento, California, Shreveport, Louisiana, Sparta, Illinois, Van Etten, New York, Yanceyville, North Carolina, Peterborough, New Hampshire starts off the August 26th, 27th weekend. Uh, let me run that by you again. Peterborough, New Hampshire is August 26th and 27th. That's not the weekend. That's the uh, Thursday, Friday leading into the weekend. That will be followed by the August 28th and 29th weekend, which is Chaplin, Connecticut, Corona, California, El Paso Community College, El Paso, Texas, Eleanor, West Virginia, Gibsonburg, Ohio, Gunnersville, Alabama, Lemoore, California, Mayaca City, Florida, New Bremen, New York, Oxford, Kansas, Piru, California, Rama, Colorado, Raton, New Mexico, Vail, Oregon, Weatherby, Missouri, and that takes us to September. Man, it's already September. I mean, it's not now, but we're already, that's where we're at. We're up against September. Seems like it was just January. All right, the September, the first weekend in September is September 4th and 5th. Now, we'll start in Boulder, Montana, followed by Canton, Mississippi, Chillicothe, Illinois, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, Cornell, Michigan, Enfield, New Hampshire, Gunnison, which again I'd say is also slash Lost Canyon, Colorado. Humansville, Missouri. This is a ladies only event. Humansville, Missouri, September 4th and 5th. Manchester, Tennessee, September 4th and 5th. Miamisburg, Ohio. Puryear, Tennessee. Ramsar, North Carolina. Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania. Winona, Minnesota. That takes us to the September 11th and 12th weekend which starts in Alliance, Nebraska. That will be followed by Annapolis, Maryland, Athens, Ohio, Brighton, Colorado, Castle Rock, Washington, Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, Estacado, Oregon. Let me, see, let me make sure that I – I don't know that I switched gears on you guys. Alliance, Nebraska – Starts September 11th and 12th weekend. Annapolis, Maryland, Athens, Ohio, Brighton, Colorado, 
Castle Rock, Washington, Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, Estacado, Oregon, Eureka, Kansas, Jericho, Vermont, Knob Creek, Kentucky, Marshall, Minnesota, Palmerton, Pennsylvania, Raton, New Mexico, Sacramento, California, St. Augustine, Florida, Saugus, California, Sherburn, Louisiana, Suamico, Wisconsin, Tocoa, Georgia, Waterman, Illinois, Wilmington, North Carolina. Those are all September 11th and 12th weekends. All right, that's going to run us ahead of four months. And... uh, which is a lot. That is a uh, that is a lot of events coming up. Now, it's not going to be as many as this time next year because we'll be doubling again. That is a uh, that is a habit that the uh, that the program will continue to observe, and that is it's doubling every weekend, every uh, every year. So every weekend now. Uh, that there are 20 events. <clears throat> 2011, there will be 40 events. Every month, that there are 100 events. In 2011, there will be 200 events. Now, just saying this is easy. It's easy. I can say it very easily. I can say, uh, this year... We're going to uh, we're going to do 100 events in uh, month X, and then next year we're going to do 200. Very easy to say. See how easy I, I said that? Very easy. I didn't even stutter. <clears throat> the difficulty comes in doing it. That's where the hard work comes in. Listen, before I get off track again, let me get back to uh, the events because Hawk is. Uh, He's very kind to me. He goes through the, all the events, and <clears throat> he gets the sold-out ones. So, and it's no longer, it's, it's not listed in the, uh, on the page anymore. So let me give them to you real quick before I move on. All right, Escondido, California, on the 14th and 15th is sold out. Stark, Florida is almost sold out with 13 of the 15 positions taken. If you're headed if you want to go to the Stark Florida uh on the 14th and 15th uh, you probably have just uh, about one day to get your name penciled in there. All right, the uh, 28th and 29th Eleanor West Vermont is sold out. September 11th and 12th, Annapolis, Maryland, sold out. Waterman, Illinois, that's the uh, the large 300-person uh, shoot, jumped 34 additional shooters this weekend. Now, uh, I'll check the chat in just a minute because it's not listed here, the total here. But I'm guessing that puts it, uh, I believe last week it was at 40-something. Uh, I would imagine that puts it up above 80 on the line already. Now, we're still 30 days out, <clears throat> so, uh, and with a third of it already gone. If you guys are going to, if you think that you can stand around and sit around and wait to be part of the historic Waterman, Illinois event, I'm telling you, you might be sadly mistaken. 
you might get there all hyped up, all pumped up to be part of, part of a record-breaking event, and then I'll have a place on the line for you. Why? Because you didn't go to rwva.org. You didn't go to the uh, Appleseed tab. Put your cursor on that. Click on Schedule underneath that. Go to the Waterman uh, 9, 11, and 12 shoot. Click on Register and pre-register for it. That's why, that's why uh, you won't be uh, uh, happy. Because you'll get there and the shoot will be it'll be filled up with no nameplate uh, for person uh, X Y Z who was late to go. You'll be back. You'll be uh, back in the crowd taking pictures uh, of all the uh, the folks that are breaking the record, taking pictures in between peeling those potatoes I was telling you about. <clears throat> this is going to be a record breaking event, and uh, uh, Pippi is uh, working on uh, getting the uh, the Guinness folks, the uh, uh, world record folks, involved. And uh, she's going to try and get this shoot certified. <clears throat> so you want to be a part of this. Uh, and even if, they, even if that wasn't a reason, you'd want to be a part of it because uh, this is going to go down in history. This is going to be part of the Appleseed history. This is going to be uh, to have a special little section in the Appleseed Museum and Archives. Uh, I imagine with a big group picture of all the folks who took the time to go to rwva.org, put their cursor on the Appleseed tab, then go down to Schedule, click on that, go to Waterman, Illinois, 9-11-12, and hit Register. See how easy that is? I can say it in about 10 seconds. You can do it in about 20. <clears throat> Make sure you you don't uh, get behind the ball on this one. All right, Annapolis. Uh October 9th and 10th, Annapolis, Maryland, sold out. All right? If you were thinking that you're going to wait uh, uh, until uh, October uh, to register for that, well, it's done. It's over. Annapolis, Maryland, uh, November 6th and 7th is done as well. Now, how did those folks get a place on the line? How did they get registered? How come you weren't able to? Because... They went to rwva.org. They did put their cursor on the Appleseed tab and then scrolled down to Schedule, clicked on that. Went down to Annapolis, Maryland, uh, October 9th, 10th, hit Register, and they got a place on the line. They're going to be part of history. All right, Hawk, thanks again for uh, for sending those to me every week. Uh, I appreciate that, and I'm sure that... Uh, uh, the folks, the folks listening, will appreciate that. Now, let's see. I'm uh, I'm looking in the. Uh, okay, I've got it here. Hawk had told me that the uh, the number has jumped from 51 to 85. 85. This is only 300 folks that are going to be on the line. 300 folks on the line. We're already 85. 30 days out. <clears throat> If you wait, there's a very good chance that you won't be on the line. So don't wait. <clears throat> okay. Now, what I was talking about just a few minutes ago, and that is uh, uh, 
apple seed apple seed uh doubling every year and uh, like I said it's very easy uh to say what you're going to do it's very easy to say hey I'm going to uh instead of having uh, 10 shoots uh this weekend we're going to have 20 we're going to have 20 shoots very easy to say it it's a bit more difficult to do it it's a bit more difficult to get it planned out, to get it uh, uh, up and running, and get those folks on the line. So uh, this can't be done haphazardly uh, anymore. Uh, back when there was just a few shoots that we were working on, it could be done uh, very easily, very nonchalantly. And, uh, and it can't be anymore. We're going to have to have some plans and some long-range plans. And... Uh, and there's a lot of folks involved in doing this. But each and every one of you, each and every one of you shoot bosses, each and every one of you state coordinators should be working on this right now. When I'm talking about right now, I'm talking about the 2011 uh, schedules. You should already have your 2011 calendars, which you can buy uh, just about anywhere now. And uh, uh, you should be filling them out ahead for this next year to make sure uh, that uh, at the minimum you're going to reach uh, your goals, and uh, what you should be trying to do is exceed those goals. So you should be trying to make sure that you are indeed doubling the number of events that you are holding in your state, and then going past that. I mean, you should be doubling them for 2011. You should be doubling them in 2010. That way when you get to 2011, you can simply add the new shoots on as cream, as uh, as extra. But to do that, you're going to have to have a plan. You're going to have to have a calendar. You're going to have to start uh, working on 2011 right now. And that shouldn't be difficult, really, at all. Most of the ranges that uh, Appleseed works with, uh, you know, they've been working with them for a while, and you can uh, – they will have uh, – I know some of them only – go out so far in their planning as far as uh, into the future, into 2010 or 2011. Those that will allow you <clears throat> to schedule uh, a year ahead with them, that's what you should be doing now. Uh, you know that you've got the range and uh, the use of the range. You should be going ahead and talking uh, to the range folks about penciling you in uh, a year ahead so that we can uh, instead of scrambling uh, to make our goals and dates and locations, they'll already be set up, uh, at least uh, on a state basis, they'll already be set up, and you can use that uh, for your state planning. Now, one of the things that uh, I'm always talking about, and I'm sure that I will, uh, I will constantly be talking about uh, from now on, is filling the lines at events. Uh, the majority of the Appleseed locations, the majority of the events that we have, <coughs> are not sold out. The majority of the events, I did not get uh, a PM from Hawk Haven saying that they were sold out. And, and why not? Because I'm telling you right now that there are millions of folks, millions of folks, out there across the nation 
that are just dying to go to an apple seed rifle marksmanship event and hear about their heritage. I mean, they would jump at the chance. So why aren't they there? And the answer is because they don't know about it. They don't know that it's happening. And I've discussed this, guy, this with, you, with you guys before, and that is uh, in a business model, uh, if you have uh, companies uh, that are looking for employees for a certain job, there are a huge number of employees who are looking to work in that job. So why aren't they automatically filled? It's because uh, uh, what's called in business is called frictional unemployment. That's the same thing that we see uh, on the Appleseed line. There are millions of people in America that want to go to an Appleseed, but they don't know that it's happening. We need your help in making sure that they find out. Now, how can you do this? Well, the first way that you can do it, of course, is the uh, super-secret, low-tech, high-yield way that we, uh, that we talk about quite often, and that is word of mouth. Word of mouth is still the number one uh, way that folks hear about Appleseed. Whenever I ask folks at an event, uh, it's one of the first things I do in the morning. We have the meet and greet. And I tell folks uh, uh, just a little bit of what uh, uh, what Appleseed is, what we're doing, why we're doing it. And then I ask folks to go around and introduce themselves and tell us how they found out about Appleseed. And I do this for two reasons. One, I want to I want to know uh, the folks' names, and uh, the other thing is I want them to 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 say where they're from. So that if there's somebody else in the crowd that is from city XYZ, then those two people will know that they're from the same city, same location, and they can get together and uh, start uh, working as boots on the ground for that city. So they can have uh, shooting partners or whatever for that city. So I make sure the folks, uh, they say their name, where they're from, and then how they found out about Appleseed. And I do this because... I want to find out how folks are hearing about it. How are we best? How are we? How are we getting the best uh, bang for our dollar for our promotions and advertisement dollars? I'm hoping that uh, all of the shoot bosses listening will make sure that that's what they're doing at each event. Also, is making sure that you are that you're finding out how each person uh, heard about. Apple seed, and then recording that information, uh, and then sending it up the line so that we'll know how the people are hearing about it. Right now, it's word of mouth. Most of the folks are saying, uh, uh, "I heard about it from my dad. He brought me to this one," uh, or "I heard about it from my husband. He drugged me along," or uh, "My neighbor told me about it, so I came with him to see what it was all about." That's the main way that we're getting folks to events now. And it's probably always going to be the main way, and it should be. It should be the main way, because that's the whole point of seventh stepping, right? I mean, you're supposed to make sure that you're a squared away person, and then you start working out uh, from you in all directions to make sure that the folks around you are getting squared away, and the folks in your uh, in your neighborhood are getting squared away, and your uh, in your village or city, in your county, in your state, in your nation. So you should be making sure that word of mouth stays uh, the primary way that folks hear about the program. 
<clears throat> All right, but there's other ways, too. There are plenty of other ways. And these ways don't take a whole lot of time. <clears throat> if you were to uh, tell yourself, look, I'm going to give, I don't know, 15 minutes uh, once a week uh, toward uh, pushing the program, uh, that would go a long way in uh, making sure that the word is getting out to folks. Uh, and you pick the way. You pick how you're going to do it. Uh, that could be uh, 15 minutes. That could be three five-minute elevator speeches. That could be 15 minutes of, uh, of you getting on the computer and listing it in, uh, let's say, uh, that you belong to another uh, online organization, a forum, a blog, uh, anything like that. And uh, if you're a member of a, of a different online forum, all we ask you to do is to uh, is to mention what you're doing or your involvement in the program, uh, not in a way that uh, that would hijack a thread or uh, uh, or tries to make a big deal uh, in another forum, but just mention what you're doing. Uh, and there are plenty of ways to do that. On Monday, folks are always talking about what did you do uh, this last weekend, etc. And you don't have to make up a big story or anything. You just talk about what you did. You either went to uh, an apple seed event or you instructed at one, etc. And uh, you just give a brief uh, rundown of what you did at the event. You set a goal for yourself of, rifle, of improving your rifle marksmanship, and you achieved the goal. You heard about uh, the heritage of Americans and about the events of April 19, 1775, and you came away a much more skilled, a much more informed American, ready now to go on to your next challenge, your next goal, because that's what we do. That's what happens to folks who come. If you're an instructor, the same thing. You set a goal of teaching folks how to better had to become better rifle uh, marksmen and to teach them about those who have come before and you achieved your goal. So if you have a, a way to access an online forum, then take 15 minutes out of your week and, uh, and make a comment in a post there about it. And then, uh, as I said, do it, uh, do it very nicely and politely and calmly, and uh, and then politely and calmly answer any questions about it. If uh, if somebody and, and this has happened before, if somebody comes on to the the forum after you and uh, and yells at you or or tries to denigrate the program, don't get uh, don't get your feathers ruffled. Just politely uh, make any explanations you need to. Or what I've seen over and over is that we don't even have to do that anymore. What I've seen lately is that uh, if uh, somebody makes a post on any of the forums and somebody else comes on with uh, trying to smack them in the eye, uh, the person who made the original post doesn't even have to uh, defend the program. It it gets offended by other folks who have been or uh, uh, other folks who have read about it, etc. 
So take your 15 minutes and uh, make a a post on a forum about it. Uh, the other way is if you have access to a blog. If you're writing for a blog or or say you uh, you want to answer a question uh, on a blog or you want to make a comment on a blog. If somebody's uh, talking about the program on one of their blogs, uh, there are dozens and dozens of blog posts about this uh, in the last few weeks. And uh, uh, I'm telling you, if you guys would take the, um, take the 15 minutes a week uh, just to write in a, uh, write in a two- or three-minute, uh, two- or three-line uh, comment on those blog posts, that would go a long way toward uh, reinforcing the merits of the program. As I said, after the New York Times article, uh, there are tons of folks uh, who either referenced uh, the New York Times article or they, uh, they wrote blog posts about it. <clears throat> and if you'll take the time uh, to make a, 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 you know, a, a two- or three-minute reply or comment, on that, uh, that would be great. <clears throat> All right. Uh, the next is <clears throat> almost uh, most of the folks uh, nowadays are on uh, <clears throat> on some type of social network. Now, uh, and you know these all have their benefits, their pros, and their cons. I personally use uh, Twitter, and the reason I do is because it's only 140 characters. I don't, you don't have to get uh, highly involved in writing this. And the, all of the people on the, uh, the Twitter group that I'm involved with, I guess you could call it a group, I don't know. Uh, I've, getting, I've got around uh, seven or 800 followers now, and uh, with Twitter... Uh, you can just put a seven a 140 uh, character post up uh, just uh, to talk about what the events are, etc. Now the group that that I follow and that follows me, uh, none of them talk about uh, feeding the dog or uh, or I don't know washing their hair or what they're eating for dinner. Uh, they don't use Twitter as a social network in that way. The way they use it is a means to put out rapid-fire uh, hot links to information about what is happening across the nation. Uh, events that are happening, uh, uh, say political or social events, uh, uh, that are having effects on the nation. And uh, what I do is I just send out a continuous stream uh, either listing of events or let folks know how uh, an Appleseed event went. Uh, if you are a member of Twitter, then uh, be sure and uh, follow. Be sure and follow, uh, I'm trying to remember what the correct terms are for it, uh, Appleseed Radio. If you look for Appleseed Radio, that's, uh, that's us. That's the, uh, the Twitter location for the radio show. And then uh, the other thing is whenever you make a comment, 
that's uh, concerning Appleseed. At the bottom of your comment, or at the end of it, you do the uh, uh, pound Appleseed. And what that does is it automatically puts all of the uh, comments into one file folder. So that if somebody's looking for something uh, that has to do with Appleseed, you can just hit uh, pound Appleseed and it'll take you there. But uh, the reason that this uh, works as good as it does is because there are 700 folks or 800 folks uh, who follow me. And that means that whenever I publish something uh, on Twitter, it goes out to uh, all of those folks. All right, uh, say there's 700 of them. It goes out to all 700 folks. Now, it'll get posted on their page. So if somebody goes to their page and reads it, if 10 people go to the page of each of those folks and reads it, that's 7,000 folks. So it's a force multiplier. It's also a way to keep the, app, the Appleseed Project name in front of people. Uh, and, uh, and it doesn't take a lot of time. Now, I'm not uh, a Facebook person, but I'm sure that there are uh, a lot of Facebook folks who are, uh, who are working with the program. I'm trying to get the, uh, the switchboard to open back up so I can bring on some, some callers here. And what I would like is, is for some of you guys that, uh, that are Facebook folks, If you will, if one of you guys will call in and explain the the Facebook process, then uh, that will help also, because uh, uh, the the whole idea uh, between these things is not, uh, like I said, it's not to uh, to tell folks uh, what uh, the apple seeders were wearing at the event or what the or what you guys are getting ready to eat, etc. It is to make sure that we keep uh, the name Appleseed Project out in front of folks, and that we're uh, uh, that we're creating kind of a buzz uh, with the uh, Facebook and Twitter, etc. So that uh, as the day is going along, that that is rolling along with the hot links inside the uh, uh, the posts for people to click on. Now you can do this. <clears throat> You can uh, put the links uh, to the open parts of the forum. You can put that in your Twitter post so that people can read the AAR for uh, for Ottawa, Illinois. And uh, all the folks who are in Ottawa or live around there, they can uh, click on the Appleseed thing and see that there's an event in Ottawa. And they can see uh, the excitement of it, and they can see uh, uh, all of the information about the, what the folks are learning there. So this is another good way. Like I said, I... I if it weren't for Appleseed, I wouldn't have a Twitter account. Uh, I really didn't see any any need or, or any use for it. But because I do want to push Appleseed, I do keep the Twitter account open, and, uh, and I do use it to po- post my short, 140 characters or less, uh, posts about the Appleseed project, about upcoming events, etc. Now, the more Appleseed people that are linked together, <clears throat> that means that uh, you can. One, one of the other features of this is if you, uh, as another Appleseed member, if you post something and you say, uh, uh, and you're, a, you're following Appleseed Radio, if you post something and you say, uh, uh, 
Ottawa, Illinois event, uh, September 11th and 12th, and you provide a hotlink to the registration for it, then I will see that on my page. And then what I will do is I'll pick that back up, and I'll send it out to all of the people that are following me. So it's kind of a way to rapid flash fire uh, and get information out to a lot of folks uh, at once. Uh, how effective is it? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really know what it, uh, how effective this stuff like that is. Uh, but it's certainly, I, I know I use it all the time to get information about what's currently going on in the nation. Uh, I can click, I can open my Twitter account, and if something just happened uh, that day, then you'll get word of it. Uh, if you go to the, your go to Twitter and you do a search for Appleseed Project, uh, I don't remember. There must have been uh, almost a thousand links back to it on Twitter from folks who were copying and pasting the New York Times articles, and. Uh, uh, I used as much time as I could myself doing that, uh, copying and pasting it. And I said things like, uh, it says, Appleseed Project, uh, is it a uh, uh, rifle marksmanship program or American Heritage, or is it something more? And uh, and I put in there, yeah, you can bet it's something more. And then I would put the organization's uh, website for the homepage and I'd say, go right here and see how much more it is. And uh, and this was going out to hundreds and then thousands of people after that. So if you have a Facebook or Twitter account, then please uh, please use that. Use your 15 minutes per week uh, on one of those accounts. Devote to three to five minutes uh, to send out the message. It doesn't take that long. Like I said, it's 140 characters. That's about uh, 20 words. You can pop 20 words in there. Uh, and at the end of it, you put rwva.org and then pound Appleseed, and uh, and there you go. Uh, it's done. And and, uh, and you can build a group of folks uh, who are following you, and then if you connect to Appleseed Radio, I'll uh, uh, retweet it to the folks that are following me, and uh, we'll use that way uh, to – we'll use uh, three to five minutes a week of our 15 minutes that way to make sure that uh, that the Appleseed Project information and promotions is being done on the social networking pages. And like I said, I, I, I've never really been that big a fan of social networking, but here's the deal. Everyone is doing it now. Everybody is some way involved in one of these things, so we might as well be using that to further our goals, which is the promotion of the Appleseed Project, uh, instructing folks in the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship, and then instructing them and teaching them about American heritage. We should be using the social networks to get our word out. Uh, Sam D., welcome to the show. Evening, Scout. I didn't Sound know like I didn't... we're in good form tonight. <laughs> I didn't give you any lead-in or anything, so... <laughs> So good job. <laughs> uh, you I know I'm paying attention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I clicked on the microphone uh, without thinking about it. I said, "Oh man, I shouldn't have done that. I'm gonna get a a chainsaw or a uh, or a welder or a rivet gun." So, <laughs> well, no, not tonight. To How are you doing? Good, good. Uh, 
how is the how are you working your promotions program right now in New Mexico? What seems to be working best for you? Well, right now, word of mouth seems to be it. We've we've had a pretty good reception with the uh, the new trifold. I've got uh, a few of those out and about, and gotten uh, a couple of emails, uh, and it seems to be doing well. I'm getting more response on that than I did with the older stuff. But word of mouth seems to be it. We uh, we went to a gun show in Roswell over the weekend. Had six of us working the table off and on, and uh, going around the show. Tuck a handful of those new trifolds in your back pocket, and walk along, talk with the vendors, and uh, get the word out through them. I've had a lot more activity at work. Uh, I got some troops that are getting ready to leave town, and they're all interested in getting a little tune-up before they head over to over to Afghanistan. So that that's. Pretty much what I've been doing. Jimmy's been working some radio spots for us. Uh, he's got an in with the local radio station down there in Carlsbad, and he's working that. OL and Strawberry Roan, they've been been working the local gun shops and all their friends, and uh, they got a lot of pals in the Tea Party movement down there, and they talk with them a lot. They're involved in a two-way outfit that does. Uh, Shoots at the local gun club and got a lot of them interested in coming. And I think we're going to work real well this fall. Well, that sounds great. Uh, all right, so you've been listening to me, uh, listening to me do my my hammering, and uh, and you've heard me do it uh, many times before. But I'm just going to keep on hammering. I'm going to keep going <laughs> through the, the the basics of it. Now you jump in anytime you uh, uh, anytime you you want to uh but i'm just okay. going to keep on i'm going to keep on talking about the uh, the promotions aspect because like i said uh the the lines our line capacity uh can handle a lot more folks <clears throat> so we're adding additional events additional locations but at the same time, we should be ensuring that we're doing all we can to fill up those events that are already on the books. And there are millions of folks who want to come to an Apple Seed event. And there, well, there are not millions of us yet. There soon will be. But there's uh, hundreds, even uh, thousands of us now. I believe uh, Nichols said that we we're uh, close to 1,000 instructors now. So uh, we'll say 1,001, all right? So there are thousands of us uh, who are waiting and uh, and looking forward to instructing those millions of folks. So we've got to make sure that we get them to the lines. And, uh, and the way we can do that is saying to ourselves at the beginning of the week, I'm going to give 15 minutes this week uh, to my promotions, uh, to the promotions aspect uh, of the program. The... The actual events, the actual Appleseed weekend, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, that is the cream of the Appleseed uh, milk jug. That's where the uh, that's where all of the sweetness is. Uh, the actual hard work for an Appleseed occurs from uh, Sunday evening after you've done the benediction, and which is the absolute cream of the cream of the crop. 
the benediction, until you get to the next uh, Saturday morning to begin the event. That's where the hard work is. That's where the real apple seeding comes in. And one of the main parts of that is promotion. So how to get them there, how to get them to, uh, to know that there's an event, and to get them on the line. And we already discussed that the, uh, the high-yield, low-tech way is word of mouth. And that's what certainly works best. Uh, making sure that you get uh, another person. If you're going to go to an event, say you're going to go to an event this month. <clears throat> That's great. You've made the decision that uh, you're going to set a goal for yourself and attend an Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship event. That is excellent. Okay? But that's not the end of the line. Because what you should be doing once you've decided, once it, you've uh, decided to attend an event, you've selected a location and date, you've gone to rwva.org, the home page. You put your cursor on the Apple Feed tab at the top, then went down to the schedule. You clicked on schedule, found the location and date you wanted to go to, went to the right of it, to the hot link that says register, and registered. That's not the end of it. Because what you need to do now is grab your neighbor or your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, uh, your doctor, your lawyer, the milkman, uh, somebody, and bring them with you. Uh, number one, you can uh, save on some uh, gas money. Uh, you guys can carpool, you know. I hate that. You know, you can do that. You could save on, uh, if you're not going to camp out, uh, you could uh, get a hotel room together, split the hotel room. So you're going to be saving some money that way. <laughs> because instead of you going by yourself, paying for the whole uh, gasoline bill, the whole hotel room. Now you got a buddy. He's gonna he's gonna kick in half of that cash for you. So there's a benefit right there. The other thing is, uh, you know that drive. It's gonna be long and uh, boring. Uh, the way there and the way back. Why not get somebody you can talk to to make the drive with you? You guys can talk about, uh, uh, you know, hey, what's gonna happen at the event? What are we gonna do? Uh, how are we gonna prepare for it? And then on the way back. You can talk about the weekend. You can talk about uh, what you learned, how you're better going to prepare, uh, what you're going to do whenever you set up your dry firing program, what you're going to do uh, to help improve and hone the skills that you received, the skills and techniques you received at the Appleseed event, how you're going to devote more time to finding out about your heritage, to finding out about those folks who stood together on April 19, 1775. So getting another person to go with you is a big benefit in many ways. <clears throat> I've told you guys before, too, that uh, having a buddy, having a shooting buddy, or a, even better, a uh, shooting team of three guys uh, is always a benefit. Say you want to go to the, uh, the local range and... Uh, and practice the skills and techniques that you learned at the Appleseed event the previous weekend. You don't want to go by yourself, right? Uh, you know who you're going to talk to. Well, uh, who, are, who is going to congratulate you on your, your improved skills? Uh, who's going to witness your rifleman score? Well, if you get a buddy to go with you, that's who's going to go. So... <clears throat> So get a buddy to go. Use the high-yield, high low-tech method to get another person to go with you to the event. Reap the benefits of that. Then uh, you're going to uh, take part of your 15-minute 
and you're going to uh, make a post on a uh, on one of the forums, on one of the additional forums you're on, on whatever XYZ Rifle Shooters of America forum you're on, you're going to post about it. And, and there's almost no forums that involve rifles, shooting, etc., where Appleseed is going to be a stranger now. So you can use your uh, part of your 15 minutes just either make a new post, comment on one. It doesn't have to be anything big. All it has to be is just, uh, hey, this is what I did this last weekend. Had a great time. Learned a tremendous amount. Learned more in two days than I had uh, learned in my previous 20 years of shooting. And there's part of your 15 minutes done right then and there. You can also go to a blog post. Make a, uh, a post yourself. If you are a blogger, make a post yourself on uh, the event that you either attended or the, you instructed at. Uh, we've got one of the guys here in Texas that's been doing a great job on this. It is uh, uh, Rain Man, and uh, he's, having, he's been uh, having great success uh, posting on uh, blogs. He's become a, uh, a featured writer on one of, the, uh, uh, one of the national blogs, I think, now. And uh, he's been doing a great job of getting the information out that way. All right. Then you can go to the social networks, either the uh, uh, Twitter or Facebook, and I'm sure that there are some others there now uh, that you can use to get the information out on the social networks. Like I said, I personally use uh, uh, I personally use Twitter because. Uh, because that's the easiest for me. 140 characters, nothing, uh, uh, nothing big, and uh, I can shoot that up very quickly. I can pop on there, get it on, get it out, and uh, now it's going out to uh, seven. Uh, I'll have to look and see how many of their people, how many people it is. Almost 800 people times the number of their followers. So. <clears throat> It is a uh, geometrically progressing way to get it out. Okay, now another way, and this one is very, very easy also. And usually we ask folks, uh, whenever you're trying to uh, do promotions for an event, start locally. Start locally for the promotion. Start locally to your home. Start locally to uh, the event location. And you'd be surprised at uh, how many people check community calendars. So if they want to get an event, uh, if they want to get to find uh, something that's going on, they're going to check the community calendars. And it's very easy, uh, very easy to get yourself on the community calendars. <clears throat> you click on whatever city, uh, or you, you do a Google search, uh, city, uh, like I would do, uh, say, Temple. Temple, Texas, community calendar. Bang, it comes up. All right? I could input the info, uh, which I do, input the info and uh, submit it. You're going to need to make sure that you always include that the uh, Appleseed Project is a not-for-profit organization. Uh, most community calendars, and you won't get on all of them, but most community calendars will not let you uh, submit for-profit stuff. So make sure that you include in your uh, uh, your submission, uh, your request form, 
that Appleseed is a not-for-profit uh, organization. All right. Now, it's not just for cities. Uh, I'm telling you, every single, every city has a community calendar, but so does every organization in every city. Uh, you can go to, uh, uh, you can go to whatever radio station uh, is in your city. It'll have a community calendar. Uh, CBS Television, NBC, ABC, uh, all of those affiliates in your community have calendars. Uh, there's about as many calendars. Uh, I'm sure that uh, it would take you uh, a good while to hit every cal- every calendar uh, in a specific city. But listen, it's well worth the time. Uh and it's very easy to do. Uh, Google whatever location, whatever uh, whatever city, etc. Uh, community calendar. After that, uh, once you've got there, uh, then it'll say uh, all of them on, on there will say uh, submit uh, a date or submit a request, and uh, that's where you'll get it on. <clears throat> okay, so we've got uh, the community calendars, and like I said, they. They have a community calendar for just about every single thing you can imagine. Uh, every city, uh, every every organization within the city. Let All me right. butt in on that one for a second, Scout. Go right ahead. Uh, one thing that uh, people overlook when they're doing the community calendars, a lot of them are smaller private organization setups. Just about every chamber of commerce in the country has a community calendar and they also have a fixed location where they pass out literature and if you take some of those new trifolds down to your local uh, chamber of commerce you can uh, talk real nice to the lady down there and she'll let you put them right up in the front of that rack where people can see them well and if you introduce yourself and make a point of inviting her and uh, get on their community calendar and set it up and the next thing you know, she's going to tell you, oh, did you get the one for the state tourism board, by the way? Because every state has a tourism uh, board or something along those lines, and they all have a community calendar. And they all have places where they pass out literature to people who are traveling through, and and you can put some of those uh, apple seed trifolds with them. Right. Right, exactly. And... Uh... <coughs> The uh, okay, so we got we're at the calendars now, uh, and now we have a good uh, we've got a very good trifold, and uh, and I'll tell you guys this that uh, the trifold uh, is a great way to get the information uh, out in front of people, and it will fit in your uh, back pocket, in your shirt pocket, etc., so that you have something that you can. You can hand to people. Now, I'll tell you, too, that one of the things I always suggest is, uh, and you don't have to be an instructor or anybody else to do this, is go to uh, one of the printing places and get yourself 500 business cards printed out. You can do it now for about 10 or 15 bucks. Get yourself 500 business cards printed out so you got them in your pocket. And the uh, and folks have done all kinds of different things. Be as, in, as imaginative and inventive as you can with this. Some folks put uh, the uh, four-minute squares on there, on the uh, the business cards. 
Uh, and then uh, all you have to have is a card that has uh, the website. It gives the organization's uh, website. Uh, it gives them just a, just a uh, tiny bit of information about what we do. And that way, when you talk to somebody, uh, it's easy to, to do your two- or three-minute uh, elevator speech. The problem is is that everybody in the world today is living at 1,000 miles an hour. And uh, I'm telling you, I don't care if you just said the, the website was abc.def. Uh, it's going to be hard for them to remember. So they need something uh, to be able to take that website home with them so they can look at it and bring it up. So that's where the card comes in. Uh, you weren't, uh, you, are you getting in the middle of your uh, elevator speech and, I don't know, if something happens, they got to go, the phone rings, etc. You can still just hand that to them and say, take a look at the website. So now they got it in their hand. Now they're going to take a look at it. Uh, with the trifolds, uh, these things, uh, like I said, they were... Uh, uh, Kirk Spitzickler did a great job on these. He did a really, really good job on these. And uh, we needed a trifle for quite a while, but uh, but we were just getting by with the rest of the stuff that we had, so we didn't use one. But now we've got one, and there's no reason that everybody in the nation should not have one at the same time. Uh, now, one of the things that... Uh, uh, that Sam was just saying was that you can put them up. They're, they're the same size as all of the slots they make for uh, for cards and stuff everywhere. And uh, I'll tell you what I did is I've been working out a deal with the uh, with the different states to get into all of the highway rest stops. But I'll tell you what, that because I didn't have a deal already, didn't stop me from uh, sharing the Appleseed trifolds with my fellow travelers. Uh, so what I did is I just made sure that whenever I stopped at any of the rest stops, and I stopped at all of them uh, on the way from New York to Texas, uh, I took, uh, and I didn't take a lot because uh, when you don't have a deal, if the guy that comes in there to uh, check on the stuff, if he sees them in there, he may take them out. I don't know. Uh, but I made sure that each of the rest stops had uh, five or six uh, in those. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, those pamphlets. They've got the slots to put the pamphlets up there. Uh, I just took five or six in either one of the empty slots or on top one of the other, uh, uh, one of the other groups of pamphlets that were there. And, uh, you know, it looks really good. Because I'm telling you, it doesn't look like anything else. There could be uh, 300 uh, different types of pamphlets sitting there. You put that apple seed flyer, uh, the apple seed trifold, into one of the slots, and it's going to draw your eyes to it. At least it does mine. It draws my eyes to it, and uh, and it uh, it's a very interesting uh, piece of literature that I would want to look at. So just like Sam was saying, uh, they can go anywhere. Uh, I put them in all of the rest stops, and like I said, I'm trying to work out a deal with the different states for this, uh, and some states want money for it and others don't, but uh, until then, if any of you guys are going down the highway, going down the interstates, and you stop at a rest stop to do some resting, take four <laughs> or five of those uh, take four or five of those trifolds and stick them in there. 
stick them in there for folks to read because that's one of the main things that they do when folks at the rest stops. They go in there and they look at all the pamphlets. They want to find something interesting. Uh, <clears throat> okay. So now we're on to, we've got the, uh, make sure that you have, if you don't already have one, make sure that you have some business cards that have, uh, uh, if you're an instructor, put that on there. If you uh, are a shooter, put that on there. If you're a member of the Appleseed uh, uh, of, of uh, Revolutionary War Veterans Association, put that on there. And then put the organization's uh, website uh, on the bottom of the card so that you can hand it to folks. Like I said, some people put uh, the four-minute square on there you know, with a question, uh, uh, can you uh, put ten rounds into the square from uh, 82 feet in 60 seconds? which is the rifleman standard. Uh, but have something that you can hand to someone when you're talking to them. And don't be afraid to talk to folks. Don't be afraid to talk to folks at all, because guess what? Uh, nine out of ten folks that I talk to, they want to hear what I'm saying. They want to hear about the program. Now, they, uh, I can guarantee you not everybody's going to come. Uh, if you get uh, one person out of every 40 people that you talk to, if you get them to attend an event, uh, then you're doing about uh, you're doing about par, but you're not going to get that one person unless you talk to the other 39. Okay, that's just that's the way it works. So you've got to talk to the other 39 to get that one. So get started tomorrow on doing that, on talking to the folks uh, and uh, making sure that you've got something to hand to them. We got the trifolds now. Uh, if you don't have some, then uh, find a way to get some. Talk, find uh, whoever you need to talk to to get you some, one of the shoot bosses, etc., to, to give you some of those that you can hand out. Uh, <clears throat> now, uh, I want to talk to you guys again about calling in to radio shows. Now, all of the hubbub that's been going on this, uh, this last week with the New York Times article that came out, <clears throat> first of all, uh, the New York Times article, I mean, uh, it was exactly uh, what I expected. There was no surprise uh, from that, because that is how a, uh, a large percentage uh, of Americans uh, look at uh, organizations uh, like the Appleseed Project. Uh, folks that are trying to do something good. Uh, obviously, there is uh, some uh, malicious or evil intent behind it, uh, because if it wasn't, why wouldn't they be doing like everybody else and just doing nothing? Why are they doing something? If they're doing something, it must be with a malicious intent, right? Because if not, they would just be sitting on the couch and doing nothing like the rest of us. So something's wrong with those guys. I'm telling you, don't trust them. <laughs> so it was it was pretty much what I like I said what I what I expected and uh regardless of that uh, you know you only get uh you don't always get a whole bunch of chances uh at getting uh anything in front of the public. So every time we get something, we should be running with it. So you guys should be uh uh, referencing the article, because that's a good place uh, to start dialogue and discussion. 
you send somebody to the article and they come back with a question from it, are you guys really such and such? Well, that's a perfect opportunity to say, no, no, we're not. Here's exactly what we are. Let me tell you what we are. Let me tell you what we did. That's a great way to get into the discussion. Reference them to the article uh, and then uh, answer any questions they have. I'll tell you right now that for the vast majority of folks who read the article, uh, Americans now are, they're not, they're dummies in some ways, but they're not all dummies in all ways. Uh, so uh, who was it, uh, W.C. Fields or P.T. Barnum? I can't remember which one. Sam, do you remember the guy who said uh, uh, you can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can never fool all of the people all of the time? And, uh, I don't remember who it was, but it's true. You can't fool them all all the time, and, and uh, most folks have got enough uh, enough mind that when they see an article like that, they know there's a, a little slant to it. Yeah, I think that people already give uh, mainstream media. I think they already they already understand that there's going to be like a a forty percent or or fifty percent padding factor in there. So they know to already discount uh, a great deal of it, uh, especially folks, uh, especially conservative type folks. They they understand the, the hammering that uh, that anybody uh, who is uh, uh, associated with any type of conservative uh, organization is going to get. And I'll tell you guys, I don't really consider us a conservative uh, organization. I consider us a very uh, uh, a very uh, active uh, organization, and, you know, much like the, the founding fathers. Now, uh, people would have considered them, perhaps they would have considered them conservatives, but they were actually uh, very much liberals. They were actually uh, maybe conservative uh, in their ideas, but very liberal in, the, in implementing them. So uh, our organization uh, will be seen by the, the greatest amount of folks uh, who are involved in conservative uh, organizations, etc., they'll understand uh, what, the, what the article was and how it was written uh, and why it was written, etc. Uh, you know, Scout, one of the problems that we have nowadays is that everything has to have a label. Right. And uh, that, that whole idea about liberal and conservative is some of the biggest mislabeling that, that people will ever run into. Liberal shares uh, most of its letters with something that we're very interested in called liberty. And, and it's simply the, the ability to make choices on your own uh, without having them forced on you is what liberty is all about. And... Uh, Liberal people, real liberals, as opposed to folks that uh, fit the modern label, are people who are open-minded, people who are willing to look at new ideas, people who want the freedom to be able to look at new ideas and think about things in new ways, just like those founding fathers did. That was a, a very uh, radical experiment they tried with us. It was... Exactly. Did we just drop you, Sam? Uh, we may have just dropped him for a second. 
Did I get dropped? Okay, Sam, if you're on, just keep uh, keep talking. <clears throat> I can't tell if my phone just died. Uh, if any of you guys, if you can hear me, would you put into the uh, into the chat that you can hear me? Oh, all right, okay. Uh, I can't hear myself on the phone anymore, so uh, perhaps there's something. Perhaps there's something wrong with this phone. Okay, man, I, I feel like I just. Uh, like I'm preaching on Sunday morning. I hear you, Scout. I hear you. <laughs> All right. Can I get in? I hear you. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> but, uh, Sam, I can't hear you. So that must mean that uh, that your call somehow got dropped. So uh, if you uh, if you want to call back in, go ahead and do so. All right. Okay, so we're talking about the uh about the ways that you can do promotions, all right? And uh and one of the things that I want you guys to do uh is make sure that you are using this opportunity. Don't waste the uh New York Times article opportunity. Make sure that you are, I would be riding it like a California surfer. I mean riding that wave, uh, uh, beating it, beating it like uh, Paul Revere, riding his horse uh, from one town to the next. I mean absolutely spurring that thing and riding it into the ground, getting every second uh, we can get at it. Because, guys, I'm going to tell you, uh, in, in just a couple of days, uh, Lindsay Lohan is going to get out of jail or or somebody's going to punch somebody in the face or Mel Gibson's, Mel Gibson's going to they're going to release another recording of him ranting and raving and uh, we'll be off of the uh, we'll be off the front so we should be using every minute uh, of this uh, notoriety getting every mile we can from it now you can also uh along with the promotions thing, listen to your your local talk radio. And uh, listen to your talk radio. Be listening there with the number uh, for the talk radio station uh, in, your, in your little hand there. And be ready uh, to, to chime in, to give them a call when somebody says something about it. When somebody says something about the, uh, here we go. Okay, Sam. I'm back. Okay, there we go. Be ready to uh, be ready to call into the radio station now, guys. I told you about this forever and ever. Okay, I see Moggett is on the line. See Moggett, let me bring you on to to the radio. Moggett, welcome to the show. Hey, Scout. Thanks for having me. Did you collect all those whips? Uh, I got enough that I can talk again. 
I can buy all the gold. <laughs> what kind of what kind of food did it take to get them collected? Uh, you know, malted malted milk ice cream. Oh, that sounds sauce, good. <laughs> sauce and peanut M and M's. Now, what was it? What were you eating at the at the diner there in Denver? You had a was it a cherry? No. You had a big piece of pie or cake or something. I don't remember. Well, it's cherry pie a la mode. Yeah, I always have cherry okay. pie a la mode. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad you got. Uh, I'm glad you got enough to talk. We're just talking about the promotions, because uh, and I'll 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 let you chime in on this in just a second. But I'm just going to set it up for folks. Is that <clears throat> right now one of the the main uh, failings that I see in the program is uh, is the uh, the spaces left on our lines. Uh, there shouldn't be any reason that if we have a location uh, that has a 50-person uh, line, that it shouldn't have uh, 52 people lined up there to shoot. Uh, right now, it's we're getting uh, oh, 40% or so uh, of most locations. Now, a lot of them are a lot of them are closing out, but <clears throat> the 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 problem that I've always found is that everybody thinks that everybody else is taking care of promotions. And uh, and so they're not doing it because they say, well, I'm sure that somebody's doing it. Somebody somebody else is doing it, just like uh, just like at church, you know, when they hand that uh, that uh, plate around. They said, I'm sure somebody's giving some money. So, <laughs> right, so I'll, I'll be okay. But uh, but that's what I see as, as one of our main, uh, one of the main places that we're lacking at is in, Making sure that we get the uh, the information out to people that there is such a thing as apple seed, and uh, and the benefits of attending an apple seed event. So, just uh, jump right in there. You know, uh, I mean, I don't want to change the subject too far, but um, did you notice that uh, we made it onto Breitbart's big journalism today? Or to where? Did you see that on the Breitbart's Andrew Breitbart's big journalism site? No. Do you know what that is? Yeah, uh, they were uh, they were excoriating um, the New York Times for you know it's uh, it's a uh, biased and um, purple prose in that uh, Appleseed article. Oh right, right, uh, right. But uh, you know the thing I wanted to mention I I don't know if you've already mentioned it because I just got my wits back was this is a golden time to slip around to blogs and post a little note about that article, and leave the main page URL so that right. people can, can go right, you know, can come right into the uh, right into the web page without having to say, oh, let me search and see what this Appleseed thing is. So you just leave a couple of sentences about what Appleseed really is, you know, say, you know, a sentence that's responsive to whatever the blog says, and then a sentence or two that's what Appleseed really is, and then, you know, for more information or to see the real thing or whatever, you just read that main page URL. And just, you know, we just spread that all over the web right now. Right. And I, at the uh, at the beginning of my discussion, I did, uh, <clears throat> what I was talking about, uh, I'll just give you a quick run-up on it, is that uh, what I was asking folks to do is, uh, is not a lot. I say, how about you guys just do this? Say that you're going to say, you're going to give, uh, 15 minutes this week to uh, uh, 
to do your little bit of promotions. Fifteen minutes, that's not a lot. And, you know, even if you only do half of that, say you only do uh, seven and a half minutes, all right, that's good. But take that seven and a half minutes, go to uh, – I told folks that I know that most folks are members of other forums, uh, you know, other than Appleseed. A lot of them came to Appleseed from other forums, et cetera. But take those – take that uh, 15 minutes and make a – just make a nice, polite post uh, on the forum that you're on uh, about uh, about the article. And uh, I've uh, on the Twitter account, I've been referencing the actual article itself because. Uh, and then, of course, I end the post with uh, our homepage and the uh, at Appleseed because that will uh, that puts everything into one file for anybody that's looking for it later. But if, you, if, the, if the folks would take their 15 minutes, and I know that a lot of them are also uh, bloggers, and, but for those that aren't, all you have to do is uh, you search uh, uh, Appleseed Project or Appleseed Project New York Times, and you're going to come up with uh, dozens or hundreds of blog posts on it. And just go to the blog post. And like I said, and just, just like Moggett said, you just, just put a very quick little uh, blurb in there saying, listen, uh, I went to one, had a great time, learned about uh, the heritage of my nation at the same time. Here's how I got there, rwva.org. And, uh, and I'm telling you, uh, now, of course, uh, I've talked about this before, too, that there's, I know there's almost 8,000 8, or more of us now. But, and I know that everybody's not active. But uh, if, you, if each and every person just took those 15 minutes in a week, and the 15 minutes isn't a long time. Uh, that's uh, one cup of coffee, guys. You get you pour yourself a cup of coffee. Uh, open up the uh, the browser and uh, hit Appleseed Project New York Times, and uh, find a blog and write a uh, a little comment on there, just like Margaret said, with uh, a direction to the home page. And then whenever that cup, when that coffee cup is dry. Turn the computer off. You're done. That's all you got to do. Just that much, and uh, that would go a long way toward helping us. Yeah, uh, it really will getting the word out like that. Um, have you ever looked at uh, Connecticut's um, little section there on the board scout? Have you ever looked at Connecticut's little place? Yes. Uh huh. They have they have this thing they call dashboard. Court Jester does it. You know. And uh, it's a nice little bit of organization for each shoot. He's got uh, all the events there and the, and the uh, links are there. And then he's got uh, all the tasks that have to be done. And he's got a list of the promotional efforts to date. And, you know, that, and he's got names next to him. You know, <laughs> a business to put names next to a task, you know what that does for people? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It ties them there. You know, that's an important part of getting stuff done. And, you know, I see they're getting sold-out shoots there. Now, you're talking about his, uh, uh, on his, uh, well, it's not just promotions effort there. It's uh, uh, it's all our stuff going on. But that is a, that is a very, very good way uh, to do that. Now, we went a little bit of a step further uh this last weekend here in Texas, you know, we had a big shindig for the Texas folks. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, we actually uh, uh, kind of uh, set up 
committees uh, to do the exact same thing. So that uh, that's one of the problems that we've always had at the Appleseed uh, Project. I think one of the problems. It's it, it's a problem with any volunteer organization, uh, and. Uh, and I'd never really been with a volunteer organization before. My time has always been spent at, uh, well, as either uh, a uh, the the boss of a group or or in the military. Kind of like uh, I'm sure it's probably hard for you too because uh, uh, you come from a uh, military background, and working with volunteers is a lot different than telling somebody, hey. Do X, Y, Z, or I'm going to put you in jail. <laughs> yeah, like I ever said that in the military. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, but that's the implication. Well, the possibility you know I mean? was always there. The possibility right. was always there, yeah. You know, I think Appleseed is a lot like church. Everybody's a volunteer. So you right. have to convince people. You have to get them fired up. They have to be personally invested in the mission. And, you know, Tech Res, uh, very astute man, very astute very astute guy there, <laughs> says, uh, what Appleseed is missing <laughs> is all the little blue-haired old ladies, because <laughs> they're, right. they're the people who actually make a church work, you know? Right, right. Well, and I think they're exactly fired right. Up. Yeah. And they're fired up, and they're, you know, they've got a mission in life, and they're networked with each other. Uh, they talk to each other, and, uh, you know, off they go, and... and uh, there's something to be said for that that networking and that sense of mission. Some people feel it, and some don't, and some leaders can develop it, and some can't. And boy, I tell you, it makes a difference. Well, you're uh, you're you exactly mean? right because if you look at the Appleseed program, you'll kind of see the same thing you see at church. Look at the uh, uh, look at the the like we have the uh, fifth weekend dinner. You look at the fifth weekend dinner, and you get out there to uh, Oh, about to the six o'clock time, six thirty time, and uh, you're going to see the same people doing the dishes, uh, you know, every week. Uh, oh yeah. You know, those are the you know, and then a lot of people just uh, kind of walk off. But you know, I think you're exactly right, and and not just in an analogy, uh, but uh, you know, I've always thought and I've always pushed this idea, and. Uh, uh, I'm hoping that uh, that folks will take advantage of it, and that's the the D A R S A R folks. Now you were talking about the analogy of the little blue-haired ladies, and I'm talking about the real uh, blue-haired ladies. <laughs> and uh, but but the same thing is true. I'm telling you, uh, if we uh, you know if we got on uh, uh, on the good side of these folks, and they're dying for us to get to. Uh, uh, to come and speak at the organizations, uh, and Appleseed would be a great infusion uh, of new blood into the uh, Daughters of the American Revolution, and the, the ladies that are already there would work just as tirelessly as they already do for DAR, I'm sure they would for uh, the Appleseed Project. Uh, I'm sure that they would be good workers because uh, uh, just a few that I work with around here are hard workers and uh, uh, I'm telling you guys, if you got a chance, uh, this is this is a little bit farther down my list, but if you get a chance, there's a DAR SAR organization in almost every town that can afford a stop sign or a stoplight. Uh, 
I, I'm serious. I mean, you look at you look at the towns, and if they if it's a town of any size, it'll have a DAR or SAR organization. And if you get on the phone and you call them and say, "Hey, could I come and speak to you guys about the Alpha C project?" They're going to say yes. I'm telling you, they're going to say yes. <clears throat> now, you may not get a lot of shooters from the organization, but what you might have a good chance of getting is uh, some folks to help you with networking. Uh, just like yeah. Margaret was saying, you've got these, you've got these ladies that uh, if they don't have a church sale to start baking from or uh, or something else, they're going to be on the phone calling uh, uh, their grandsons and uh, and their uh, brothers and stuff like that, and and trying to, to get something moving, uh, you know, in order to help you. That's just uh, the nature of the beast. So if you were if and I've been asking folks for this about this for quite a long time. I can give my testimony on it, uh, how how easy it is to get over and talk to the folks at the uh, DAR. But well, you know, I, I actually did talk to them last year. I actually got an invitation to, to speak at the DAR last year. And so I went, and, uh, you know, I didn't know what to expect, right? <clears throat> but I took my I took my Appleseed maps, and uh, I I got a little dressed up for it. I didn't, you know. I went I went looking sharp, you know, and uh, and went but over you, and, you, and you need to you need to when you go to a DAR presentation you you want to look sharp because they're, they're usually going to be looking sharp. Oh yeah, they're they this is you know this was their big yearly meeting, and so I was I was one of their uh, three speakers. I was the after lunch speaker. And uh, you know they were very um, interested in in Appleseed's presentation because I just I just gave them the condensed three strikes, uh, and they were interested. I, the questions that they asked afterward, some of them were pretty pretty sharp because they were interested in why I told it that way. How did that fit into what Appleseed was doing? And uh, then it did uh, actually pay some dividends because. Uh, we had a couple of grandsons on the line. Um, let's see, I think I've seen three, four this summer now. And you never know where that stuff's going to go. There may be more. I just know I just know which ones I've seen. But uh, well, So I, I think it was well worth it. There it is. There's the testimony I was looking for right there. Okay, so that was very easy. And look, <clears throat> I've been around uh, enough instructors now, uh, especially the Red Hats and Shoot Bosses. <clears throat> These guys... Once they have the three strikes down and they've got uh, their games going, they love to talk. It's hard to get them to stop. Uh, so, you guys, here's another opportunity for you to give the Appleseed Talk, to give a benediction, uh, you know, that you prepared for the D-A-R-S-A-R folks. They're, they want to hear this. They want to hear you. And they'll give you an invitation, just like they did me, just like they did Margaret. They'll give you an inv- invitation to come and talk about it, and they will listen uh, very attentively, and they'll ask questions afterwards, and you will get some dividends from it. Um, it's just it's as easy as it can be. Now, some organizations are more uh, are more active than others. There are some groups that are more active than others. I believe that uh, the Illinois, some of the Illinois or Ohio or Indiana, some of those groups are really active, <clears throat> and I hope that. Uh, the folks up there are taking advantage of it, especially, uh, you know, I'm thinking now that it may be, Illinois may be 
the really big organization up there that has, uh, they actually have, I think, a band and a group of reenactors and stuff. That would be a perfect way to, uh, like, to introduce or kick off the Waterman shoot would be to have, uh, have some of those folks show up in ranks, you know, in uniform with fifes and drums. Uh, that would be fun. So don't overlook uh, these groups because they're really uh, important assets. And the other side of that I'll, I always try and tell folks about is that uh, <clears throat> we have an obligation to our communities, and the D-A-R-S-A-R are part of our communities. They're part of our heritage, and it's a part of our heritage that is dying away. Uh, people are not taught about our heritage the way that they were uh, 30, 40, 50 years ago. The folks in the, the D-A-R-S-A-R organizations now, a lot of them are the end of the line. When they go, the whole organizations are going to go with them. And we're talking about an organization that is already firmly entrenched in every city in America. I mean, we should all be members uh, – if we can be supporting members of this organization, because they have a very closely uh, related mission, which is honoring uh, the uh, men and women of the revolutionary, the American Revolutionary War. So we should be working with these folks uh, to help preserve uh, that history, that heritage, to help preserve that organization, and for them to be helping to uh, infuse folks, shooters, members into our organization. It's a very, I'd love for somebody uh, to to take this week, take the opportunity to contact uh, their S-A-R-D-A-R folks and then get them, uh, get a, either a speaking engagement or a uh, uh, some kind of a meeting or something with them and let me know how it goes so I can bring you on the show this next Tuesday and uh, then we can follow you and follow how you're doing it, how it's going, and what the results are, et cetera, uh, on the air. I think that would be a great chance for uh, uh, to, to see how this works. So if, if one of you guys will do that, I would sure appreciate it. If you, one of you guys would uh, contact your uh, S-A-R-D-A-R, uh, get a, uh, ask for a speaking appointment, and then uh, let us know this next Tuesday. That would be great. <clears throat> uh Okay, back to uh, the radio. Uh, there is radio stations that cover almost every square inch of America, talk radio. And, and for the last year, the, the message, the words of the Founding Fathers have been on almost every talk radio station uh, that you can get access to. You guys should be listening to the talk radio stations with the number already in your speed dial and be ready uh, to call in uh, at any time that, uh, that you can get a good uh, signal and that you can, uh, that you can use whatever uh, subject matter uh, that they're using to, uh, to get the Appleseed uh, name and message out there because the... I'm telling you, radio is free. It's free. It's easy to get on the radio. Uh, I'm usually on some talk radio station, uh, usually at least once a week. 
uh, depending on when I can get uh, a good signal or a landline. I'm usually on the radio station at least once a week. And uh, it's free, uh, it's easy to get on, and uh, you're getting out to uh, thousands of folks at once. I'm waiting for the... uh, I'm waiting for my switchboard to open back up. So I, I, I don't know, Sam, if that's you... Uh, I'm here, Scout. Okay. we got a, a dog yelling. Uh, the, uh, uh, the radio is the perfect way uh, to get out to thousands of people at once. Uh, I'll be in Houston tomorrow, and anytime I'm in Houston, there's a radio station there. I can get on in, uh, in probably 10 minutes at the most. Once I get onto that radio station... They go out to a million people. So I always take the opportunity when I'm there. Now, uh, you, can't just, uh, you can't just call and kind of barge in and just yell out Appleseed. You have to use your head. You have to use common sense. And, uh, and most of the time, you can't, uh, you've got to wait for, the, for an opportunity, uh, listen to what they're saying, and wait for the opportunity to get the the website out. So listen to what they're saying. Have your phone on speed dial. Uh, whenever they give you a chance, something that you can segue from, uh, then you go ahead and call. Call, and when you talk to the call screener, don't say, I'd like to make some comments about Appleseed, because that's not what they want to hear. They want to hear you say, uh, I'd like to make some comments about what so-and-so said about so-and-so. All right, that's what they want to hear. They want to hear what, that you're going to be commenting on something that the, uh, the DJ said. So you do that. You call. You say, I want to talk about uh, what so-and-so said about so-and-so. And then when you get on the, the air with a person, you talk about that first. Otherwise, uh, they'll, uh, they'll hit you with that seven-second delay, and they'll have you off the air. So make sure that you make your comment that you said you are going to make, and then you figure out the way to segue into... Uh, rwva.org and get that on the air. It's very uh, easy, it's cheap, and uh, it's much better than passing out 10,000 flyers or uh, 100,000 flyers at once. All right. Uh, okay. Got the, uh, you have any comments there, Margaret? Yeah, I, I think that... Um and I have never called into a uh, into a radio show, but you know, I might try it just to see you what have, you have now. Yeah, well, I mean, yours. <laughs> oh, thank I've you. Never tried to do it. I've never tried to. <laughs> yours. Do it. <laughs> yeah. well, well, you know, what... and you know, when I first did it, it was kind of a kind of a big step too. I'm getting used to it now. <laughs> yeah, you sound like a natural, and that's what I've been telling folks that. Uh, Use the opportunity to call into this radio station. Uh, it's very easy. You you know all the people that uh, that are listening. It'll just be like uh, like talking at an apple seed, and you use the uh, the opportunity to call into the Rifleman Radio Show and uh, and get your get your feet wet by calling in here, making some comments and stuff, talking on the radio, seeing that uh, it is not a life threatening event, and. Uh, <laughs> And you, and then you'll see. Hey, it's no problem. Now I'm going to call into, uh, you know, KXYZ and uh, and talk to them about it. 
because, like I said, it, it is free. It's absolutely free for you to get on your phone and call into the radio stations. And uh, there's almost no radio station that has a telephone that they're going to answer that doesn't have five to 10,000 people that are listening. Now, I'm telling you, I've handed out, uh, I would imagine I've handed out three or 4,000 flyers. And that's a nasty, dirty business. Uh, because you don't you don't hand out a flyer without shaking somebody's hand and talking to them, and uh, and you can't wear those hospital gloves when you're handing out flyers because it just doesn't <laughs> seem right. I mean, I would because you know it's a lot of people's hands you got to shake and talk to, and and I I do enjoy it, but I'm telling you, handing out ten thousand flyers would be a dirty business, uh, and you don't have to do that. You get on the radio, uh, you get out the uh, uh, the website, and uh, there's also several stations now I've talked to that uh, once I talk to them about the organization, now they talk they talk about it themselves now. They don't even need me anymore. Uh, <laughs> so they talk about it themselves, and a lot of people will be glad to do that. Uh, we've got enough folks that we could be we could be on the air across the nation in some place every single day. Now you multiply that by say you got ten people. They get on the air, and uh, and say you got a minimum of uh, I don't know ten thousand listeners at each of them. We're talking about a hundred thousand people that you just got the message out to, without having to uh, to, to put yourself in a single germ's way. And uh, <laughs> it's very easy and it's very cheap because I spent a lot of money on flyers too in the beginning uh, because uh, you know a hundred flyers is not is not cheap and we used to have those. Uh, those all full color, so the whole page had color on it, and uh, they were expensive flyers. So, so once again, the radio. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit it forever. The radio is cheap. It's easy. You can get on a uh, uh, get on the computer. You go to the Google search engine, and you search out uh, radio station locator, and it'll give you the website uh, for a. Uh, for a website that that all you have to do is put in uh, the city that you're looking for and then what you want. If you want talk radio in city uh, in Cincinnati, it'll give you all of the talk radio stations, what their format is, what they uh, what they talk about, what they do, uh, their email and their uh, telephone number, uh, the time that they're on, etc. So <laughs> it's a very easy way to get the word out and uh, and free. So uh, that would be another thing. I'd like to hear, uh, there, there are several folks that have been working on this. Uh, Aromatic, Nick, here in Texas, uh, he's a great radio station caller. I think that, uh, I believe that Mean Streaker and Hawkhaven uh, have also been doing this in their areas. So I'd love to hear it from... Uh, from from them too this next week or from from whoever's doing it whoever has called in uh, during the week to get the word out about Appleseed I'd love to hear about that please uh, yeah that is, uh, that sounds good and you know what else would be fun to hear next week is <laughs> who's had the most interesting experience with this New York Times article too <clears throat> in case anybody's had some good stories with that all right there you go I'll put this up on the uh, on the Appleseed uh, radio thread. Uh, we'll put these ideas up, and then we'll we'll we'd like to hear 
this next week, hear you guys about the S-A-R-D-A-R uh, connections that you've made, about anyone who has called into a radio station and how that went. Uh, you can prove to us that you did survive uh, the event. And then, uh, and then what uh, folks, whatever interaction folks have had, this can be good or bad, uh, with the New York Times articles. Uh, I know that uh, I know that we the the organization has certainly gotten uh, uh, some emails and stuff uh, from folks uh, about it. And uh, let's see, the uh, I've gotten a couple of emails about it through uh, the forum and through the radio station uh, from folks who have uh, who have. Uh, something to say, uh, uh, not all the times all that happy. I believe uh, Riflewoman posted some, uh, I'm looking for it now, she posted some emails that she's got, and uh, as soon as this opens up, I'll show you what, uh, let me see what it says. Oh, yeah, I'd be interested to see what she got. I'd be interested to see what she got. No, I just, I just interested, you know, in what kind of experience people have had dealing with this New York Times article over the over the course of the week, because there has been some funny stuff. Okay, here's one. Oh, great, more guns. That's all we need. You guys are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see. Here's another one. Your customers look like a bunch of overweight, gone-to-seat, white-guy losers. You guys should start up a gym instead. <laughs> well, I guess he told yeah. us, huh? So, yeah, there you go. That is that is America for you. Uh, this is uh, <laughs> this is uh, very wonderful stuff. I got the same thing off Twitter. <clears throat> you can search up uh, on Twitter. You can search up Appleseed Project and uh, – and it'll bring back the, the first thing you're going to get, of course, is all the New York Times stuff because that's always the most current thing. And they have the same kind of thing. Oh, great! You know, more uh, uh, right-wing uh, crazies and their guns. Uh, but what always surprised me, and I think we talked about this, and I think even you and I talked about this uh, uh, last month or month before last about the uh, uh, some of the organizations, some of the forums that talked about just that, uh, that they went on. Uh, I told you the one organization that I followed for over a year <clears throat> with the initial post of uh, I'm going to an apple seed function. And then uh, all Hades broke out for about uh, six months uh, with every – the poor person was just barraged with, uh, with <laughs> ridiculous stuff, uh, terrorist training camps, everything. And <laughs> – and hardly anybody went to uh, the Appleseed site just to read. They just they just took whatever they had heard and they ran with it. Yeah, yeah. But you know the thing is, I don't now. You know, I haven't been around Appleseed for as long as the rest of you guys have. But I think I've been to like I don't know, fifteen or so. I've never been to one that was all white. I'm trying yeah. to figure out where that comes from. I have never seen one. No, that was... and that's because there's not any. There's, there's, uh, well, you know, there, there may be, there may be somewhere. I'm just saying that that's not usually it. But that's always what is associated. Uh, anytime you have a, a, uh, 
anybody that has any firearms, that's what it is. It's like uh, that's automatically what the media is going to say. It's going to be overweight white guys with guns, uh, militia, uh, racist bigots, etc. Because that's the easiest way to deal with it. The events that uh, that we have run here have been overwhelmingly uh, have almost all had folks of all races, uh, genders, uh, and from all different nations. We've had a lot of Asians, uh, a lot of Russians, Polish, uh, Czechs, Spaniards from Spain. Uh, oh, you know, speaking of which, not, I, not to interrupt you, but you just reminded me of one of the comments on the New York Times comment board. I, did you did you read any of those, the New York Times uh, comment board? Uh, you know, I clicked on there, and I was waiting for it to load up, and I, and I said, why? Why? <laughs> well, I go, I know yeah, what they're going to say, and I'm just going to – I just went straight back over to uh, – you know, I'm running the, the billboard project. I just said, I'm not going to waste the time on that. I went straight back over to Illinois to get the billboard finished. But know, I, I heard that I there were some good ones. What did, what did they say? <laughs> the one that you just triggered in my head was <laughs> was a guy who said, I wonder what these people would do if a bus full of blacks and Asians and Hispanics and Filipinos and, and, and Muslims showed up. I just wonder what they'd do. We'd give them, we'd give them guns. About, <laughs> it, was, it was about three comments later, somebody who's obviously an apple feeder wrote, wrote in, please send that bus, but have them pre-register. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was something along those lines, you know. Please send that bus by, but get them to pre-register. <laughs> See, and that, I'm telling you, that right there, that is the, is a masterpiece of dealing uh, with the insanity that we have to deal with and that we're going to be dealing with <laughs> forever uh, until we get to the uh, 200 millionth apple cedar. Uh That's the way that all of us should be dealing with it, doing it politely and with humor when we can because humor wins over anger every single time. Every time you guys get a chance, you just put a big smiley on there and uh, you say something that uh, – and I don't mean humor like uh, – uh, you know, derogatory humor, like, uh, hey, no, you're real. No, you away from black humor, or dark yeah. humor. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. sarcasm, satire doesn't go over well. Right. Uh, parody and satire go over well if you're amongst a group of friends. But if you're if you're out on the New York Times, your, your humor has to be the positive kind. Right. Otherwise, it's going to be taken, uh, it's right. going to be taken the wrong way. You're going to end up right. sounding like, uh, like what they are trying to make you sound like. Uh, right. You know, so it, it, being being just uh, keeping it just as good natured as you can, and uh, with a smile on your face is going to be the perfect way to deal with that. And I thought that uh, that cracks me up, and that is an excellent excellent uh, rebuttal of that. Yeah, what to do with the bus if they showed up? We'll take them. Just have them pre-register first so that we can uh, get everybody place in the line. <laughs> yeah. I would say Hawk, Hawk Havens left you a note on the chat, Scout. He says, uh, he says in, and, in and around his movements around on the web, he's seen a comment on your Texas billboards. Oh, really? He says, yeah, he says the poster was very impressed with the professional look and evidence of the program growing. So he's on the chat now. I don't know if you can see them or not. I can. I just had to. Uh, you guys think I'm like sitting in this radio station, 
and you know, I'm like in a little booth, soundproof booth, you know, with the microphone there, I'm like a low-level light uh, shining, uh, <laughs> you know, intently on me and stuff. And and actually, uh, I was a few minutes ago, I had to uh, fix a boo-boo on somebody's toe. They came in with a little card saying, you know, my toe is hurt, and uh, because they didn't want to talk out loud because they know I'm on the radio. So I had to fix that, and then I just had to let the dogs out because uh, because another dog was barking, and if I didn't let them out, then they were going to start barking in the house. So uh, I'll go and look at that now, but I'm glad. And I've actually, uh, the calls on the sign have really slowed down. But the other side of that is, is I'm getting, now I'm getting feedback from other people uh, like uh, one of our guys uh, in Colleen. You know, I've got one of the signs is in Colleen. And uh, he said that the people came into his office, uh, came to his office to specifically ask him about the program because he's talked about it before. But mm-hmm. then they saw the sign on the way into his office there at Fort Hood. And uh, so they came to his office to talk to him about it, not just a couple of guys either. I think of probably about five guys so far. So that is good, and uh, and Hawk, and Tech, uh, I'll talk to the uh, the Indiana rep tomorrow. But uh, those the signs in Terre Haute should be going up tomorrow, and uh, oh boy. they will as soon as they do. He'll send me a completion report with the photographs of it. But they should be going up tomorrow, and then the Indianapolis signs should be going up not long after that, and. Uh, we had a little bit of difficulty, and I'll call Eel and talk to him tomorrow. We had a little bit of difficulty with some of the signs in Chicago for various reasons. But uh, uh, And while we're working that out, I got signs okayed in uh, two other cities. So those will be going up before Chicago. I know Chicago is the population center there, but uh, these signs will be going up on the interstate. So it'll be it'll, it'll be it'll be good at least until we can get the signs okayed in Chicago. So I'm very happy about that. <clears throat> I've got uh, I've got a date with uh, Red Dot for either tomorrow or Thursday, and we're going to go to the sign location in Temple and take some uh, some good photographs of it. And then I have the DAR signs uh, ready, also here for Texas, and we'll get some photographs of those uh, at the next Appleseed. So uh, the the billboard project is coming along. It's taking uh, a little bit longer than I would like, but part of that is because, and I don't know if I've spoken to you guys about how this is done or the uh, the, the protocol and stuff of it, but every single – you would think that when you're dealing with one company, it would be very easy. You just say, hey, I need uh, – signs in cities XYZ, and then uh, some over here in DEF, et cetera. And they would say, okay, here you go, just send us a check and it's done. But it's not. Every little city, I don't care if they're five miles apart, is its own tiny independent kingdom with its own rules, its own uh, protocols that you have to go through. Uh, Some of them are very easy, but some of them are very complicated, too. So so instead of... uh, being able to make one or two calls for one city, it turns into 25 or 30 calls for one city. And then uh, because, we're, because we're not a paying, and by paying I mean uh, each of these signs that are going up, 
Appleseed's getting a great deal on these. You see these signs that are going up. Should be costing us between uh, oh, $100,000 and a quarter of a million dollars a year. And uh, we're not paying, of course, anything near that. But because we're not, we're not getting red carpet treatment either. You know, we're, mm-hmm. it's being done as they can get to it. So, uh, but, you know, I think it's I think it's it's, uh, it's a new thing, and it has a lot of potential. And we're probably um, I maybe it was you that pointed out that uh, people pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for those billboards, and they wouldn't do that if they weren't useful. So, exactly. You know. Like I said, the, one of the locations that's uh, uh, that's going to go up in it's either Indiana or Ohio that uh, <clears throat> and. Uh, while we're talking about that, real quick, let me uh, let me give you the the stats for the just the uh, Terre Haute signs. The Terre Haute signs uh, will each have a uh, a over 100,000 views per week. This is just in the Terre Haute signs. So we've got two signs up there: one on I-70, one on I-40 or US-40, uh, yes. and they will be getting around 110,000 views apiece per a week. All right, so that's 200,000 views per week, 800,000 views per month, almost uh, 9 million views per year, 9 million wow. views per year. Now, there's two more signs going up uh, that will go up in Indianapolis that will go up into uh, a, even a slightly higher range, about 120,000. So now we're talking about uh, uh, 400,000 views per week. 400,000 views per week. So there's no way that this is not going to work in our favor because the longer you see something, you know, and and we've talked about this before in promotions and stuff like that and because of the stats and stuff on it, the number of times it takes for somebody to see something before they act on it. You may see Appleseed 20, 30, 40 times. For me, I saw Fred's Guide, I can't tell you how many times, maybe – a hundred times before I ever read the fine print. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of fine print in that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so you have to be uh you have to be in front of the public for a while. They have to start seeing you. And I'm telling you, just in just in Indiana, uh we're gonna be getting almost twenty million uh views per year. Wow. That is uh, that's amazing. So that's uh, now, of course, it's not all brand new people. You know, that's just it's it's a lot of people are commuters, but that's still 20 million views per year. And that's just in that one city. So this is going to start paying off for us, and it's going to start paying off big time. It's just it's, it's just taking a little while uh, to get it done. Okay, guys, we're at uh, the we're at 60 seconds. Uh, the British lady has come on and told us we're at 60 seconds. Uh, PCM, I see I lost you. I'm, I'm bringing you back again now to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about Can't that. Uh, Margaret, thank you. Sam, thank you. All of the online folks in the chat room, thank you uh, very much for what you do every week. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for a crew to help with the radio station, so any volunteers, please PM me. Yeah, do uh, volunteer. This is kind of fun, you know, once you get used to it. <laughs> there you go. All right, guys, we'll see you this next Tuesday. Uh, take care. God bless everybody, and I'll see you this All next right. Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central. Bye-bye. All right, good night, everyone.
Night, Scout. Night, Margaret. Thank you, Sam. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Okay. All right, good night.